Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I wanted to take this time to tell you about our sponsor for this month and Legacy Journal app. Have you ever had your kids say something that was so funny that you thought you would remember it forever only to forget what they said within a week? It's crazy how those precious moments in life that we think we'll always remember seems quickly slip and fade from memory. Let's not lose those memories. The Legacy Journal mobile app captures those stories, funny moments and little lessons forever. You can add pictures, videos, and even audio files to tell your family's story. You can even send an email directly to the journal to write a more detailed story. This has been a great way to document some of the key moments we are sharing as a family. It's quick, it's easy, and it's super user-friendly. It has been great to read over some of the stories you've captured over the past few months. Don't let those photos on your phone get lost in a sea of white noise. Download the Legacy Journal mobile app and capture your family's story today. Legacy Journal is a freemium app that has a free and paid plan. We have partnered with Legacy Journal to give you 30 days of free access to their premium plan. Just visit LegacyJournal.app backslash over space 40 space fitness to get started today. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have with me a new season co-star, Dr. Judson Brandeis. How's it going, Dr. Judson? Oh, it's going great. How about yourself, Brad? Pretty good. Awesome. You can, uh, let's move on to the next, next subject, Over 50 Men's Health. Maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure. Or we can pick a, another time for the stem cells. But Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What? So the, the men's health over 50, really, in this country is a catastrophe. Yeah, it really is. So a hundred years ago, women lived one year longer than men. Now women live five years longer than men. And in the United States, uh, Caucasian middle-aged men are living less long now than we were living 10 or 15 years ago. Despite all the developments in medical technology, and sadly, it's because of alcohol abuse, opioid abuse, and suicide. Not even uh, heart, heart issues, huh? Not even, well, not really even heart issues. That was about Those the same the as it was. Drivers. Yeah. Those are really the three drivers. And now it's COVID also. But even before COVID, yeah. this, was all, this was all happening. And men are half as likely to go to their primary care physicians as women are. Right. And there's just this like ethos among men that they have to be strong and independent. And they can take care of themselves uh, until they can't until something really bad happens and then it's irreversible. So the 21st century man, the book that I wrote is all about prevention and early intervention of any medical issue that men have. And, you know, men neglect their physical health, but they also neglect their mental health, their emotional health, their relationship health. And all of these things actually contribute to the quantity and quality of life uh, for men. You know, I, I had someone on a podcast, uh, you know, a couple months ago, and he mentioned this uh, website. I forgot the name of it. It was in the podcast details, but it was something about it's a calculator to determine how close you can get as a man to reach 100. Because with today's science and what we know, if you play by the rules and do what you're supposed to do, you have a great shot of reaching 100. And a good chunk of that was mental health and stress, you know, of course, blood pressure, smoking. But it, I mean, 
a lot of my clients, especially in Orange County, where I'm from, you know, I can I can't attest to the rest of the United States, but we're this is like heavily alcoholic area, um, diabetes. I'm sure that's everywhere in the U.S., but it's just that's most of my clients. I mean, I, I feel like I'm doing a great service just in the personal training world. At least I'm I'm toning it down, but still their their blood reports and everything don't come back the greatest. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many factors. I mean, 15% of men still smoke. But the thing is, you have to understand how to interact with men, Mm -hmm. right? You can't tell men, for the most part, I'm going to make generalizations. You can't tell men what to do. No. If you tell a guy what to do, he's going to look at you and say, screw you, I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. Okay, what you have to do and what we did in the 21st century man is you, you give men legitimate, good scientific information. And based on that information, a man will make a decision. So I had a patient, 55 year old dentist, right. Who was smoking and he knew better, but you know, he had a hard upbringing and that was just one habit that he carried into him, into his life. And so I asked him one time, I'm like, do you have kids? He's like, Oh yeah, I got two daughters, you know, eight and 10 years old. I said, okay. How many years of life do you think that you will lose on average if you're smoked for the rest of your life? Kind of looked at me. I said, you're going to lose 13 years of your life. And he had tried a bunch of different things to stop smoking, medications and hypnosis and all that kind of stuff. He knew it wasn't right. but And then I told him, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to stop smoking uh, because I'm not an expert, even though there's a chapter in the book that's, that's really great written by Quit, which is an online smoking app. Uh, and the smoking cessation app. I said, do me a favor, just write 13 years of life lost. Write it on two different pieces of paper and tape it up to your daughter's doors so that every time you enter their room, you know that you're going to lose 13 years of life that you would have otherwise spent with them. And a month later, he came back. He said, you know what? I stopped smoking. Said I realized it was really stupid and I I don't want to lose time with my kids. You know, I love my daughter so much and and so I did it for them. That's awesome. But I didn't have to tell them what to do, right? Yeah. I, you know, I all I told them was write a note to yourself on what the consequences of your your addictive behavior is and put it up on the door of your daughter's door. And it it served a reminder every single day of the consequences of his behavior. Well, I think I think that's what they say with a lot of addictions is to put something up, you know, for in my world, it's food addiction, and alcohol. So just in your kitchen, put something up on there and you're forced to stare at it. And if you can live with yourself and open open up that fridge and go ahead, but it, don't don't take it down. Yeah. So, so for think, alcohol, it's really interesting. They did a big study in the Lancet in uh, in England, 60,000 patients. And what they found is zero to one drinks a day didn't affect longevity. Okay. Right. Although they're finding some negative effects, even of any alcohol, but zero in this study, zero to one drinks a day, no difference. One to two drinks a day, you lost about six years of your life expectancy. Two to three and a half drinks a day, you lost one to two years of your life expectancy. And over three and a half drinks a day, you lost, I think, four or five years of your life expectancy. So, I mean, first of all, that's the, that's the, some of the data that I, I quote. Now, the other thing I tell people about alcohol is alcohol really is four things. First of all, it's very much ingrained 
in our society, right? You go, when you're younger, you go to the ball game, you drink beer. Then you go to a party, you know, with adults, you drink wine. And then you go hang out with the guys and you drink bourbon or, you know, some sort of hard alcohol, right? (laughs) And then, yeah, but okay. Alcohol is three things now. Okay. First of all, the class of medication that it's in is a depressant. Okay. So overall, the overall effect of alcohol is that makes you sad. Okay. Second of all, it disinhibits you, right? So it makes you do things that ordinarily you wouldn't do, makes you stupid, right? I mean, we all can agree on that, right? There's no disagreement on that. (laughs) Third of all, it's empty calories. So I had a patient in the other day and, and he was drinking two glasses of wine a day and he had 26 pounds to lose. And I said, okay, let's figure out how many pounds of fat you're putting on each year by drinking those two glasses of wine. So we got out the calculator, a glass of wine is 140 calories times two times 365. And then the important number to know is 3,500 calories equals one pound of human fat. So it was 28 pounds of fat that he's putting on by drinking two glasses of wine a day. And I, I looked at him, I was like, there you go. There you go. Let me know what you want to there's cut your, off. There's your 28 pounds of fat that you need to lose this year. So if you don't do anything other than stop drinking wine, first of all, you'll save thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> Second of all, you won't have to do anything else and you'll lose the weight. And guess what? He stopped drinking. But, you know, if I had told him, listen, drinking is bad. You know, you really need to stop drinking. Who would have looked yeah. at me like, screw you. Cause that's what he's but, always heard from his family, his doctor, everything. No one likes yeah. to be told, or at least for guys, yeah. like he's saying. I just said, take out your calculator. Let's figure out how much fat you're putting on with two glasses of wine. And then he looked at me. I looked at him. We looked at the calculator. He's like, I, I guess I better stop drinking wine. Right? It was his decision based on the information that I'd given him. So that's the key with men is don't tell men what to do. Tell men These are the consequences of this behavior. If you want to keep it up, you know, I tell patients all the time, I can give you the best get healthy plan that of anyone in this country, pretty much because of all the things that I do and I know, but I'm not going to follow you home and tell you to do it. That's up to you. I got my own problems. (laughs) I I got a lot of stuff to deal with it. You know, at work, at home, whatever. I got four teenagers at home. I, you know, I don't need your problems. I can tell you how to solve them, but it's up to you to figure out how to solve them. Absolutely. Uh, well, Dr. Justin, how do my listeners uh, get a hold of you? Do you have a website, email? What's, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Yeah. So my website for my medical practice is brandeismd.com. So B-R-A-N-D-E-I-S-M-D.com. And then the website for my supplement company is Affirm Science, A-F-F-I-R-M science.com. And we have the, the nitric oxide circulation boosting supplement called Affirm. We have Support, which is a testosterone booster. We have Prelong for premature ejaculation. We have Spunk for prostate health. And then my book is The 21st Century Man. And our website is the 21st century man, all written out in letters.com. So the 21st century man.com. And the other thing I do is I put up a ton of videos on my YouTube channel, which is just Brandeis MD. So I have uh, playlists for PRP for general sexual function. I have uh, research presentations I've done. I, I've, I have uh, physician teaching sessions that I've done. So um, 
you know, all sorts of cool stuff on my YouTube channel also. Awesome. Awesome. Well, my audience knows I always put all this stuff in the podcast details too. So you don't have to worry about writing it down. You can just go on there and click it and get to you. Um, but Dr. Judson, thank you so much. Your wealth of knowledge. I definitely want to get you on this uh, podcast again, uh, maybe sometime at the end of this year. Uh, and uh, just thank you for uh, everything you're doing just for the, the entire industry itself. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brad. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today.